you're listening to the ghost of dog on the voice of dog and tonight's story is cat problems by james stone published in dread by sinister stoat press he mostly writes horror sci-fi and fantasy his works can also be found in a sword master's tale by armored fox publishing and bleak horizons by fur planet read for you by rob mcwolf werewolf hitchhiker Be cautioned. Our story tonight concerns both blood and injury. Weigh carefully the decision to proceed, for none can make it but yourself. Anyone who has a pet will admit to some frustrations. House training, barking, demanding food and attention. But is there any amount of frustration that would make a pet we love more trouble than it is worth? Most would say not. Perhaps even when they should. By way of demonstration, please enjoy Cat Problems by James Stone. Roger was a cat person. There's no end to the irony of a big golden lab guy with cats for pets. It started years ago with one gray kitten. One became two, then a handful. He had fifteen cats at his peak. They were always around, sleeping on his lap, brushing by his legs. Little purring reminders that he wasn't alone, and that he was loved. One by one over the years, Roger's beloved cats passed away. Some were old. Some died of cancer. He didn't get any new cats. That would feel like betrayal. Like he was cheating the memory of little Jeeves. Of Rory. Of Sally and Splinter and Baruthiel. At last, only old Scratch's one black cat was left to keep Roger company in his lonely house. Roger was a programmer. He worked from home, and it made him depressed. He didn't see a lot of people, at least not in any meaningful way. He knew the name of the cashier at the grocery, and the cashier always asked about Roger's cats. Cat. Still, Roger didn't get any real attention from anyone other than Scratch. As Roger would sit in the dark back corner of his basement and type line after line of code, he sometimes wondered what he would do when Scratch was gone. He was a loyal guy. He couldn't replace any of them. What would he do when he woke up at 3 a.m. if there wasn't a little purring bundle weighing his chest down? To be honest, the thought made Roger very anxious. He'd told the doctor this a while back. The doctor kind of shook his head understandingly. He gave Roger some pills to help with his anxiety. Not for all the time, just for those times when Roger felt his ears going back, and his hackles raising, and a deep growl starting back in his throat. He'd reach up to the shelf and take down his pill bottle and shake out a pill. He'd walk over to the basement mini-fridge and pull out a slice of American cheese. He'd unwrap it carefully and wad it up around his pill, and then gobble it down hurriedly. His tail would wag, as he imagined it working already, to make him less of a scaredy-cat, scaredy-dog. One day, after an ears-hackle-growl session, Roger was sitting at his computer, trying to figure out why his methods in his class weren't being recognized by his package. Old Scratch was rubbing against his legs and meowing. Roger was trying to concentrate, so he would reach a paw down, maybe get a brush to scratch his tail, before the cat disappeared under the desk out of reach. 
and Roger returned his paw to the keyboard only to reach down again the next time Scratch's dark form wandered past his legs. At one point, Scratch, well, scratched him. Roger yelped and yanked his paw back. He looked at it in the glow of his monitor and a trickle of dark blood dripped down his paw pad. He stuck his finger in his muscle and sucked on it, whimpering a little. Anyone who's owned a cat has got scratched before, but Scratch was always a nice cat in that way. Had never scratched or bit Roger. Roger felt a little betrayed as he sucked on his wounded finger and tasted his blood. He decided he was tasting too much blood and needed a band-aid. He started to get up and glanced across the room, only to see Scratch curled up and blissfully asleep in Roger's easy chair. How had Scratch got over there so quickly and fallen asleep so soundly, thought Roger. He was still thinking about this when his leg was brushed again, under the desk, by something. Roger glanced again at the sleeping Scratch. He felt that his hackles would have been raising, and his ears would have been going back, and his throat would have been growly. Except that pill he took was doing whatever it did. If it hadn't been doing that, Roger would have never had the courage to do what he did next. He slid a little backwards and looked under the desk. Two eyes glowed red in the dim reflected gleam of the monitor. Something brushed his leg again. The two eyes became five, then eight. Another couple things brushed his leg. Roger stopped counting eyes at eighteen. He had stopped looking altogether, to be honest. Whatever it was under Roger's desk, sitting by Roger's paws, mewed and stroked his legs again. Roger knew, in that way that anyone who's owned a cat knew, what that mewling meant. He glanced up at his bottle of pills and over at his mini-fridge with its cheese slices. He glanced over at Scratch, who was now standing with his own hackles raised and his tail all puffed. The mewling sounds changed. Roger could barely make out whispered words. Cat. Food. He turned his chair and looked back at the bag of cat food. More whispers. No. Food. Cat. Please. Roger looked back at Scratch. He took a deep breath clamped his eyes shut again, and reached his bleeding finger down under the desk instead. Mrs. Abernathy was standing on Roger's stoop, talking. He had his head stuck through the crack in his front door as she went on and on, nervously wringing her hands and saying something about blood. Roger wasn't really listening to her. His missing finger hurt a lot. 
and there was a nice voice telling him what a good boy he was. The voice wasn't under his desk anymore. It seemed to come from somewhere just out of the corner of his vision. His ears moved to try to hear it better. But Mrs. Abernathy was now shouting about her missing son. That made Roger anxious. He wanted to shut the door, to listen closer to the voice, because it seemed, well, so nice. Roger hadn't felt this loved in years. This was Cat Problems by James Stone, read for you by Rob McWolf, Werewolf Hitchhiker. And this concludes this year's Ghost of Dog. Now that Halloween and Fat Bear Week are behind us, we're going to take it a little easier, and the Voice of Dog is moving to its winter schedule, with one new story per week coming out every Monday. As always, you can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog, or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. And on behalf of my co-host Rob, and all the friends of the fireplace who contributed their words and voices to this year's spooky season. Thank you for listening to The Ghost of Dog.